0: We've been waiting so long. The season's finally here. So get up and cheer. Cause Deal's talk is here. No need to fear. The wait is now gone. So farewell so long. Cause Deal's Drunk is off. And we are back. This podcast is, I don't even know. Like, do we even do the numbers for the podcast anymore?
1: No, it's about episode 20. It's episode 19 or 20 right now, if if we were keeping track, but we're not.
0: All right, episode 19 or 20, something like that. It doesn't matter. The Timberwolves come out, stun the Grizzlies, and win game one by 13 points. That's all that matters. That's all that should matter. And Peyton, I was thoroughly surprised. Not, you know, I shouldn't say thoroughly surprised. I was just like. Everyone was instilling doubt into my head everywhere. I feel like like everyone I listened to was like the Memphis Grizzlies are going to win this game. So I, st- I kind of started to self-doubt my Timberwolves, man. Mm. I-, I did for a little bit there. Mm. I had the, I had it in the back of my head. I think they can pull it out, but it, n- it never really clicked until at like the end of the first quarter. I was like, whoa, today is the big game day. We will be live streaming at 645 Central Standard Time tonight. Come drop in, um, give us your takes you know, predict who's going to be the next uh, chicken protester. We're all here for you.
1: We're all here for you. Chris is going to be doing play-by-play. I'll be doing color commentary. If you guys want to sync up your game where you can watch it live and then maybe listen to us um, on the side, you can do that. If you want to have us on mute and just be commenting along, you can do that. And if you don't want to watch it all, that's all right.
0: We kind of just kind of of went out and punched him in the mouth.
1: Yeah, as I was saying um, right before the game is – we were going to have all the momentum. We're coming off the biggest win in Rose history. Um, the Grizzlies had been resting their starters for a few games up to that point. We, we had to go in there and we had to punch them right in the mouth. And that's exactly what we did. And you know what? I mean, most Tim Rose fans, like, that's not a surprise. But for the whole country, the whole nation, everyone is, is surprised by this. And everyone is, you know, finally getting to see who Anthony Edwards is, who Carl Anthony Towns is. And it's just it's very it's a very exciting time to be a Tim Rose fan, and I'm I couldn't be happier, man! What a win!
0: Yeah, I was joking with my roommates. I'm like Stephen A. Smith's gonna come on a uh, ESPN tomorrow and be like, I found this new guy, man, this Anthony Edwards guy. You gotta watch <laughs> out for him. Like it's it's so true though. So were you watching the ESPN broadcast or the Bally Sports?
1: Bally Sports, come on, oh man! Oh my
0: gosh! So did you hear about the outage though? The ESPN yeah, outage, the
1: machine gun. Oh, outage? oh my
0: goodness, man! Stephen A. and like Greeny and. I think it was Jalen, Jalen Rose. Oh my gosh. It was Stephen A. was horrible. Like, I never want to hear him on TV again. I had to switch it over to Bally and stick with the dude. Like, it, it, honestly,
1: it's embarrassing that you were even watching the ESPN one. Like, how how could you not be watching Bally Sports? I didn't,
0: I didn't know the Bally Sports was streaming it because actually, they didn't, P, the it on, on said, um, they didn't have the playing game. He tweeted it out on Twitter. He said they didn't have the playing game. And also, like, the Timberwolves and like all the papers were not advertising that. Daily Sports mm-hmm. is streaming it. I didn't even know. I just saw ESPN. Um, but no, I'm going to be watching it. Um,
1: no, you're not. You're going to be watching it on the Timberwolves Talk live stream. Well, tomorrow that's right. At 645 Central Standard Time. We will be starting nice and early. Uh, make sure to come in there. We'll give you guys a preview for the Memphis Grizzlies game. Break down some, some things. Uh, interact with the comments. And then throughout the whole game, we're going to be giving you guys live reactions. Chris is doing the play-by-play. I'll be doing the color commentary. And you know what? We're just going to be giving you guys a great viewing party and you can just have us on in the side and the game on over here and just, you know, interact with us. we, we'd love that. It'd be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm excited excited for watching it for tomorrow's live stream. That's for sure. I think the last game we did was the San Antonio Spurs or no, the one before that, I believe Or it was. Yeah. Cause we had the Spurs two games at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited. It's been like five, six games since we live streamed. Um, i don't think we'll be rusty man i think we'll be able to get right into it i think the nerves are gonna be up, up. like we're gonna be ready to go hopefully yeah. the chat's buzzing um, i hope so
1: hopefully we can get some grizzlies fans in there too that's always the best
0: oh that is always about or get some it's
1: warriors better. fans or just some other fans besides only tim rose fans that we kind of gang up on everyone else it's really fun honestly
0: it is fun um, if you're winning if you're winning if you're that is true Which, getting, the, getting the warriors fans that are like killing us or something like it's not always the greatest look
1: no, but um, so, yeah, amazing win. Let's talk about a few standouts from, uh, from that victory. Um, number one, Anthony Edwards, playoff Anthony Edwards. I mean, he's played two clutch games in his career so far, and in both of those he has played phenomenal. He scored 36 points, uh, six assists, two rebounds, but he, he, was, he was arguably the best player on the court the whole game. And for a second-year player to be doing that is incredible. Incredible. He had an amazing
0: game. He woke a lot of people up. Yeah, and the other second-year player we got to talk about is, is you know, Jaden McDefense, oh. Jaden McDaniels. Um, I thought he had a really good game again. Um, foul trouble in the first half a little bit. I didn't think it was, you know, as bad as they were making it seem on the TV. It sounded like... Especially in the ESPN broadcast, they were making it seem like all of our players were in foul trouble, but it just happens. He gets fouls, but he also plays great defense, and he was also rebounding the ball. I mean, seven rebounds is—it's a pretty big number for Jaden, Um, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember the last time he said seven rebounds. But we actually needed a lot of that because the Grizzlies were the number one rebounding team in the NBA, and mm. we needed kind of all hands on deck for that. You know, Cat with 13 rebounds, Vando six, Pat Bev six. Um they needed to grab boards and I think that was honestly one of the biggest keys to victory. I think we kept them off the offensive glass.
1: Yeah. Um Jared or um Jaden McDaniels, dude, I I've got I my I've gotten so hype on him over the last few games. Of course, I keep bringing this up, but ever since I watched the last dance and I watched them show Scotty Pippen when he was a young player um guarding Magic Johnson, it's identical. And tomorrow before the live stream, I'm going to pull up uh, two clips of of the defense and just show you guys what how close it is. But yeah, John Morant couldn't do anything. And that's another thing I want to touch on is how much John Morant is on the floor, how much he just kind of throws himself into the defenders and somehow gets these calls. It's kind of I don't know. It was it was getting really frustrating during the game for me because I'm like, OK. This guy is the NBA's new poster child, and he's starting to get calls like James Harden back in the day, or LeBron, or Joel Embiid. Like they just get every call, and there's these certain players that the league picks that they will give the benefit of the doubt to every single time, and it just doesn't seem like Ja has earned that respect yet. You know what I'm saying? Like there's players like LeBron James, James Harden, uh, Luca, who earned the Ray. respect. Trey have earned the respect of the referees I don't think John Morant is at that point but the refs in that in the in that game were treating him like he was the the poster child of the league and he always got the benefit of the doubt
0: yeah I mean 20 free throws is just like I'm gonna be honest like if you told me before the game Ja had 20 free throws I I, I probably would have not uh liked the outcome of of how we would have fared but I think a lot of it, though, too, is I think second half Ja, like whoever, if someone tells you like Ja was like amazing that game, I think you have to kind of take that with a grain of salt. Like, I think Ja was really good, but I also think he was kind of trying to play a lot of hero ball at the rim. And, you know, he was what made two field goals, I think, in the second half that most of his points were on free throws. I mean, what, 18 of his 32 were on free 16, throws? 16. He's 16, 16 for 20. Yeah. Sixteen and to Ja's thirty-two. Jaw's a great player. Jaw's a great. Statistically speaking,
1: like, that's half his points are on free throws.
0: He's a, he's a great player. It's just oh. like I. But you look at the Grizzlies' record without him, and I'm not going to count the last three games of the season because they weren't playing a lot of their starters. But before those last three games, they were twenty and two without Jaw Morant. Yeah. twenty and two. Yeah. Like that is. I mean, they they were thirty six and twenty three with him, but weird, right? Uh, Maybe it's a little bit of like stagnation when he's trying to do his thing and work to the rim. Um, I mean, the Grizzlies, I feel like if you just move the ball, like there's so many good players on that team. You just got to move the ball, man. I feel like you can't keep that offense down by just having one person ice a ball. I don't know. I love it. I love
1: it. How Ja is one of the best passers in the league. He had eight assists, but it just seems like when you watch him play, that he's not making those passes that he's not like a pass first player. Cause he's, he's not, there's a lot of ISO ball. Um, I thought their offense looked a lot better when Tyus Jones was stuff, dude, Tyus was making some great passes, alley-oops
0: to, uh, Clark. Um, I honestly, I, I thought Tyus ran the offense a little bit better than Ja. Honestly. And there were, there was two pieces to that. I agree. Tyus looked better when he was out there, but also, when Steven Adams was off the floor, they looked a lot better. Yeah, he uh, he is going to be unplayable this series, I think, for the Memphis Grizzlies. I mean, I just can't. What do you have? Three rebounds and like zero points. Like he he did nothing. Cat, he
1: shot zero shots.
0: <laughs> got zero shots. I mean, he was just a he was a negative. If Steven Adams is only grabbing three boards, he's a negative.
1: He like, shot as many shots as you, Chris. I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> three come on. rebounds, three assists. One
0: turnover, zero shots, zero free it's, throws. It's just a – it's a it's a mismatch for the Minnesota Timberwolves if if Steven Adams is one-on-one on one in Cat. I mean, it's Cat's going to blow by him every time, and that's what you saw Cat do. I mean, Cat would catch it on top of the key and just blow right by him um, then you, until then it started doubling a little they started doing the clipper. We'll call it the Clippers defense. For sure. Um, the scissors, the Clippers. Yeah, the Clippers defense, the small man double. I think that was a little bit more effective against Cat. But I also, like Cat had a couple, like when they started blitzing him like that with the double team, he had a couple of those, you know, the little cat swing passes. Yeah, the, the hook pass. The hook pass. And he did that a couple times. And that's when actually the Grizzlies took the lead by one is when he kept turning it over like that. But credit to Cat. He calmed down and he moved the ball. Like that's yeah. how you beat the defense. And he, he, he did exactly that.
1: Yeah. Um, shout out to Catman. I, I we, we said it. He's, he's a consistent 30 point player. Simple as that. He had a, he had a bad play in game, but I, I think he will average around 28 points throughout this series. Like he's, he's going to give us that any game. And then it's just going to be Ant and D'Lo are going to trade off. Who's going to step up and D'Lo. He didn't, he didn't step up scoring the basketball, but nine assists um plus 12 like he he had it he had it okay game 10 points nine assists especially when ants putting up that kind of numbers and cats putting up that kind of numbers i think he played well he he kept the team in control um shout out to pat bev a near triple double you could almost say 10 6 and 6 play of the game maybe play of the season would you say
0: man that that uh there's two big plays first of all the when he when he got poked by jaw and the ball was like flying, which up was a court. foul. I would call they usually are going to call that a foul. Yeah, especially late in the game, you'd think, too. But yeah, I mean, he went and f- it seems like he flew from half court to the three point line. He might have traveled. He might he he have moved with the ball. <laughs> but the three the three point shot to like put us up by because we were up by I don't know if it was three or four at the time, but he put us up like seven. I think seven. He put us up seven or something with the late three pointer big. Because the Grizzlies had momentum, man. I think it was it was one hundred one to one hundred four. I think that was how big that three was.
1: Yeah, Jaden had a huge one too in that situation. I think he had the dagger. Jaden McDaniel's yeah, that, corner that three was to put it
0: to ten. I think I was jumping
1: up. I think my head hit the ceiling on that one. Malik, um, Malik had a few good shots. Three. Uh, he's four for ten from threes. Tw- he had twenty three points. Shit! Yeah, I didn't even no, see yeah, that. He, he had a great. He had game. a hell of a game. What am I talking about?
0: And to kind of cycle back onto that play, it was the. Um, you were talking about the Jaden McDaniel's three. Uh, leading up to that play was a little chaotic because Cat had lost the ball, yep. right? And then Cat goes and tracks it down, gives it to Ant. Ant drives, kicks it to <laughs> Delo to the corner, or <coughs> to Malik corner. Jaden McDaniel's three-pointer. What a make! Pipe. it was it was it, bro. That was it. All right, guys. Um, just had to take a quick moment there to uh, congratulate our shirt giveaway winner. Andrew Kanoki, um, congratulations on being the closest to the score um, with the roulette wheel. We really appreciate all the support and uh, the shirt will be shirt shipped soon.
1: Yeah. So, Chris, we've kind of broken down what what happened in Game One, um, and I think you framed it really well when we were we were talking on the phone because we were very hyped up about the win. Obviously, first person I call is you because I don't I don't know how else to to talk Timberwolves without going on the Timberwolves Talk podcast. So kind of what we discussed was what you said I thought it was very wise. You said the Timberwolves, you know, we didn't really do anything that game that was out of the ordinary. We we kind of just played at our level of basketball. It's not like we had an amazing game that comes once every 20 years, like in order to win that game. And that's what's so like, it's so good. It's, it feels good because we didn't have the best game ever and we still managed to win that game and we were kind of in control for most of the game. And so so I don't know I think I think the Grizzlies they'll they'll come back they'll have a they'll will definitely game two will be a better telling of how the series is gonna go for sure
0: yeah I've heard multiple people multiple guys inside the Timberwolves circle say this but um th- that seemed like a replicable replicable game like that wasn't a game so out of the ordinary that we're not gonna be able to do it again like I mm-hmm. I think that was not an easy 130 but that's just a one uh, that's the regular season 130 like we do that we do that that's what we're known for best right. offense in the league right i mean come on now I, it that's that's the calling card i mean with this team i think you gotta win on offense like obviously you gotta dig dig deep and you know play defense in the playoffs but this is this is who this team is they're an offensive team um and you know something i didn't mention with the grizzlies is they're the best transition offense in the league and in the playoffs, I think transition offense is kind of eliminated. Mm-hmm. I think everyone's getting back, everyone's hustling. And I think you kind of saw that in, um in the Memphis game, you know, offense gets, you know, pretty stagnant for them at times.
1: Yeah, I think so. I, I, I agree with that. I think, I think looking at the game too, I think, I think John Morant's going to have a big game. I think he's probably going to get that, that 20 free throws again, just cause that's, that's how it is. I, I I'm looking for I'm looking at a huge game from John Morant. Um, I'm thinking Cats going to have another another solid thirty points, and I think Dilo. I think, D-Lo, I think D-Lo will step it up a little bit and have and have a better game. And from Ant, I mean, we can't expect anything less. In both of his playoff games, he's had thirty plus points and really taken over. So
0: yeah, you look, you look at the four game series and like I think we've touched on this before but Ja had his statistically worst games against the four games against the timberwolves and that's where he shot very poorly we held him to 20 points per game and statistically it's the best dlo team he's faced all season this year um 31 points per game above 40 percent shooting um i think it was actually 44 from 3 and 46 from the field if i'm not mistaken and cat same way uh cat was like 27 per game 50 40 um it was funny because Ant was actually the one who only had like 21 per game. But no, it just goes to show it's playoffs are different. You know, you it, expect the unexpected. We did. I didn't really expect Delo to only have, what, five points? Ten, what ten, was po- that? ten, ten points.
1: Po- <laughs> Chris, the facts. You've been tough. You, I don't think you've got a single fact, a single stat, right? <laughs> just,
0: no, I've been good. I've been good up till that point. That was... I see that's the thing though. I, <laughs> it was a I quiet really 10. It was a yeah. quiet. It was a really, really quiet 10. Like, I didn't even know. Right. And, like I said, like, I think it's we can replicate our performance. Like, one of our guys doesn't have a good game, Delo or Cat. I think, or I mean, Cat or Ant. You just Delo's got to be on his game, and you also have to have that production for the bench. That's why
1: it's so effective to have three scoring threats, have three really good scoring threats because. They might not all be on it at, at once. And if they if they all are on at the same time, which I don't think we've really even seen yet this year. It were A all three games. Maybe two or three games, but really there hasn't been many games where all three of them have played really well. But you're still going to get two of them playing well every single game. And that still puts you in the chance to win because then you need one bench guy to step up and boom, that's 90 points.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I, I... I did see the number a couple of weeks ago. How many ninety points games those trios had, and it, it it's not a lot. Like this no. team, those guys aren't together like enough with injuries, and like they're still young. It's the best is ahead, that's for sure. But also, I think Memphis is as best as ahead. As you said, looking forward to game two. Um, you know, Jaw's been posting some. Some wild stuff on Twitter. Like he's been yeah, posting some Michael like some Jordan M- shit, some MJ yeah. clips. Like he's taking notes. He's he said, "I I let other I let myself lose so others can win" or something. Like I was like, "What is he tweeting right now?" Like I don't. know I'm gonna be honest. If I'm a Memphis fan, I'm probably not super happy to see that. Like it's just it's cringe. I don't know. It is cringe. It <laughs> is
1: especially if you don't if you don't produce if you don't produce in this next game and you the amount of memes that are gonna happen from him. Um If he loses this game or if he plays poorly, it's not going to be favorable for him. I think Molly is probably going to be
0: taking her taking her tweets back after this game. Honestly, like the thing is too is like I it's weird because I feel like the last Jaw's been kind of like a really likable guy the past year and like I I've had no issue with him. But these until you guys, play him, until you play him. <laughs> until you play him, man. He's kind of, I don't know. It's it's like I don't love the guy. Like I don't know. He's no. just, he doesn't make his teammates that much better. And it's just the fact
1: that he just throws himself in the air and gets the call. It's really
0: like he, I can't take anything away. He's super exciting. Like he's such a good finisher too, is the other thing. Like he does not miss layups. Um, But you know, another thing about him is he's, you notice how scary he is to shoot the three. He can't shoot. He had one, one, he attempted one, three against us. And it was Jaron Jackson's was a little worse, but that one was bad. The one John took, did he? Did he attempt one three against us? He did. He They're actually attempted two. He
1: actually attempted two. <laughs> I know he had the one. I know. Chris I, the I, facts. The was bad. Chris the
0: facts. <laughs> well, but back to the point. That's the. That's the other thing I really wanted to touch on in game one was that we. Memphis does not shoot a lot of threes. I no. I know they hit. I know for a fact they hit seven threes that game and seven threes seven is for not 20, a lot. Seven, yeah. We, however, hit sixteen and that like that's the game. That's sixteen to seven is that's a big three-point discrepancy and I think that's the key to the Tim rolls winning this series is keeping to their identity keeping that keeping that three-point identity and always doubling their threes like I that sounds easier than it is but they can do it
1: we can do it um one thing I want a quick word I want to say is that if we lose this game too it is not the end of the world all we've been saying going into this playoff series is we needed to get one in Memphis we needed to get we need to go to Memphis in those first two games and just get one. That would be great. Even if we didn't even win one in Memphis, we still, you know, come back to Minnesota down 02, have a chance. But getting that game one win is crucial. Like that that now we can kind of just like relax. We get we got it. It's in our it's in our control right now. We can just kind of play our game. And even if we don't win this next game, we still are we still put ourselves in a a great position by winning game one. So it's not the end of the world if we lose this game, but if we win this game, Chris,
0: I think we move.
1: I think we we're the favorites for the series at that point. We should be.
0: I mean, that's the thing. I, I always, I told myself this after game one, like I had my, like, hour of celebrating because like come on like such a huge win you know game one we've never we've never really celebrated a a playoff win besides the one with jimmy butler but no we were at prom we couldn't celebrate it but even even there it
1: it wasn't like a celebratory thing because we we, knew it was a
0: gentleman's sweep
1: we took the we took the easy way out getting jimmy butler this is this is this feels a lot more real we're so much more invested in it like that was a big deal you got to celebrate that win that was huge
0: but what I told myself is it's a long series, you know, never too high, never too low, man. Like just like d just like d never too high and never too low. Like you can't I think it is tough to look at NBA Twitter. I'm I'm a culprit of it, especially after this game. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want to see all the praise like heaped upon these guys. But then I'm like, man, like. We're probably going to lose one game in the series, most likely. It's it's probably, probably going to happen. We will, we'll, we will lose one game. And guess what? Everyone's going to overreact on Twitter, and everyone's going to say, this guy sucks because he didn't do this. Right. guys. guys long series. Never long too high, series. never too low.
1: Never too low. But enjoy the wins when they come. Feel the losses when they happen. But you just got to keep moving forward. Man, Anthony Edwards, come on. It's just game, man. what he's been doing lately is incredible. And tell tell everyone what what you what you heard on the Bill Simmons podcast.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't usually listen to him too much just because he doesn't. We I only listen to stuff that really covers the Wolves because like personally I I like the I like the little NBA beat writers. Like when I'm like especially when we were about to play the Clippers, I went and listened to a couple actual Clippers podcasts because they know what defenses. Mm-hmm. their teams are going to be playing they know how they've played all year it's not but... like
1: Stephen a smith who doesn't know shit about the exactly right.
0: exactly right. and then but you know when you finally get a guy like bill simmons and ryan rusillo talking about the wolves like they're really they know what they're talking about so it's it's good to listen they were talking about man like bill simmons said i've been, I've been alive a long time he, i've seen the kobe's the lebron's the mj's he said i'm not comparing them to those guys yet but he's doing all the things they did when he when they were young and i think that That's if that doesn't get you fired up as a Wolves fan that they they said he has the potential to be one of those guys. And that's not the first
1: time we've heard that either. There has been a lot of people. Patrick Beverly, he's been around the block a lot of time. He says the same thing. Um, A cool thing that my uncle said actually was compare Anthony Edwards at the age of 20 to Michael Jordan at the age of 20. And I guarantee you, Anthony Edwards is the better basketball player. He also has more playoff wins, too. I think
0: you just like the man can't even legally drink yet. He's no. 20 years old. He turns 21 in August. The, he's dropping 30 bombs in the playoffs in the postseason. He, no, Come he's on. only
1: dropping 30 bombs in the playoffs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he has.
1: A, he's only playing amazing games in, the, in his two, two bit in his two top games. So far His two highest, high stage games. He's only what, playing what
0: what do we call the plan? Like the, cause those stats don't count for the playoffs, but they don't count for the regular season. They just, I don't know. We, we call it postseason, season, right?
1: Sure. I don't know, postseason. but it's a playoff game.
0: It's it a, playoff sure as hell game. Is a playoff game.
1: It's more, it's probably a bigger, more pressure than game one of a playoff series.
0: But I, I do think, I hope, I think ant will do good in, in game two. Um, but I think some things to watch out for, like, like Peyton and I said, the Grizzlies will come out swinging. I, I, I would bet a lot that the Grizzlies would come out to a, a bit of a lead to start. And that's, it's probably going to happen. And I think there's going to be one guy that is going to absolutely shred us. For some reason, I can just tell he didn't really get to get going last game. Desmond Bain is gonna try to hunt some more triples. They know they need threes. He's going to be the guy to deliver him. So watch out for Desmond Bain in game two. I think he could really play a big factor for the Grizzlies.
1: Yeah, it's going to be Desmond Bain and Dylan Brooks. They're going to be getting a lot of threes, man. Those two, they're hard to tell apart sometimes. I don't know why. I always get them mixed up, but they, those those guys they kill us. That those that, guys are players, man. Those guys are gamers. That position just kills the Timberwolves always. That like spot up three pointer that um, when they have a point guard like Jody ja get them the ball. So that that'll kill us. Um, another thing what what is the protest going to be next game what do you think cuz there will be know. one. there has there,
0: to. there will be one like the
1: uh, or hey maybe though since the game is on nba tv and not on tnt or espn maybe they'll sit this one out maybe they'll try to let the fire die down a little bit so then game 3 once it's on espn they can sneak their their person in there and uh duct tape themselves to the court or block a, a free throw i don't know what they're gonna do but they will do something
0: you know i two and oh in the chicken protest so far so i would right. like more chicken protests um the other thing we, we don't usually do shout outs but i gotta i gotta give them some credit because like these shirts man so soda stick co we've reached out to them before um they're locally known in the cities they made these minnesota timber chicken shirts i don't know if you saw them i didn't i didn't i'll throw up a graphic right here they're funny the the timber chicken shirt and then someone's selling the uh the glenn taylor roast chickens alive shirt too (sighs) i feel like i gotta get one of those man 20 bucks dude where i don't you'd have to look it up um my roommate showed me them today they have them in all colors too but i feel like you gotta get the navy one like you gotta get the replica. You know, Glenn Taylor roast chicken shirt. Yeah, you got it, dude. Dude, you know what? Maybe Glenn Taylor opens up a
1: chicken sandwich store, almost like Kanes, and their their slogan is Glenn Taylor roast chickens, not alive, but just Glenn Taylor roast chickens.
0: It's just like it's it's cool. It's cool because like not cool. I mean, the it's chicken not thing cool. Is bad. It's bad. Like you don't want chickens having the avian flu, having to kill that many, but. It's a good like subplot for people, just casual fans who don't watch basketball all the time. That's awesome! Like that's sure. so funny! Like someone glued their hand to the what court is, and changed them, chains themselves to a damn basket. That's hilarious. The,
1: well, the funny part is is that they don't think it's funny. The people that are chaining themselves to the backboard back, th- this is like the most serious thing. They think they're
0: like, you know, hey, they might be. That's, getting, that's D Rose getting carried off the court after winning the series, man. That's killer tweet. <laughs> Killer tweet. <laughs> tweet.
1: But um, but yeah, so like, and speaking of that tweet, when I was thinking of that, so, you know, when you, when you think of something funny, right? And you're just kind of sitting there like, damn, that's funny. And then it, it crosses through your mind twice. You're like, wow, I should tweet that. And then you don't tweet it. You kind of forget about it. Two hours later, I'm like, all right, I'm thinking about that tweet again. I got to tweet it. So I tweeted it. And then, like, I was like, all right, let's see what the other replies are. I scrolled down, and someone tweeted the same exact Derek Rose getting carried off and the lady getting carried off like two hours earlier. So it was, I promise, it was, I promise I didn't see that. It, it, was, it was genuinely my first reaction was see it was that picture.
0: It was just perfect. Like, it was like, like she she felt like how D Rose felt in that yeah. moment. She's she, like, she, I just, she's the just, game winner. I just bodied that. Like, she just, she, she changed a, she, she She's, perfect she snuck, a, she snuck a chain into
1: you know the arena. You know who's got to do a breakdown of that? John Boy. John Boy's got to do a... I think he has, hasn't he? Has he?
0: I don't know. I can I just picture he him. He did a chain lady breakdown.
1: All right. Uh, if he, he did, did a glue breakdown, I think. Did he? Okay. Uh, that's perfect. That'd be right up his alley. But um, but just the execution is elite. The fact that she brought the chain in, she knew exactly where to go. You know you know, she practiced. You know they had a, a, a court where she practiced the chaining. Like that wasn't the first time, you know, she was, she was eyeing up that hoop the whole time, probably scared, probably scared going through security and then just the perfect execution. The, the best
0: part too is showmanship. Like, just both, wow. both times. These teams are shooting free throws and they shot the first free throw without noticing that like the lady had already glued her hand to the floor mm. and the lady had already chained herself and they were shooting free throws. Like they blend in so well with the, like the arena sweepers, you know, who sweep up the sweat and yeah, stuff. Right. You can't tell. I you just can't tell. And it's it's great execution, like you said. And I so it's happened two out of two postseason games. Right. So I think the line has to at least be 50-50 for game three. So are you taking something else? Game, there's gonna be some game two antics or not? I'm saying game two. I think they're gonna take game two off. What about you? I'm going to, I'm hitting the under. I don't know, man. They got to prove me wrong first. I think they might come out guns a-blazing. They went from the Elmer's glue to the chain, and now maybe you get you, you do something bigger. You do well.
1: You, you know, you want to hear my prediction, right? How about this? You pretend you're the the court sweeper, so you get the sweeper, and instead of it being a like a, a duster on the bottom, it's actually red paint. So they oh. just paint on the court during the other opposing free throw, and well, you, you know
0: you that would change a chain, the enough- game. Another subplot too is Chain Lady tossed a bunch of like shredded papers all over mm, the court. Yeah, she did flyers. That. She did the flyers. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Cause like my yeah. whole thing is, is I think they're going to do it in game two because the NBA is starting to catch on and they're going to start catching these people like with mm. better security tactics. So they got to keep doing it early before they get caught. I think.
1: Right. Yeah. So security is definitely ramping up. Maybe they have an inside member. That's how they got the chain. They have someone within the organization. Cause those guys, like no offense, but the guys who are doing the, they're just guys like me and you. So like you can get bought out pretty easily. You offer, you offer Chris $20,000. Like, Hey man, like let bring this chain in and leave it in the back. Like they're going to do it 20, 20 K that's life changing. So like they, they can easily get in, in, the, in the arena staff's head, um, get whatever they want over there. And you know, Glenn, Such a good subplot. Such a Glenn's, good subplot. You know, you know, Glenn's thinking the same thing as us right now. Glenn Taylor, before he's sleeping, I, it's got to affect him. It's got to affect him. He should be worried about the Timberwolves playoffs, and you know what? He's just worried about how else these psychos are going to be <laughs> talking about his chicken farm, which he probably has no idea that his chicken farm even exists.
0: Dude, Glenn Taylor. He's probably,
1: probably never like- been there. He's probably never been to that chicken farm.
0: They, he probably doesn't even know what the protests are about. Honestly, he oh. he probably doesn't even know anyone's protest. He's like, why why is the game stopping? He, yeah. he probably doesn't even know he's in the damn playoffs. Hey, and I have nothing
1: against Glenn Taylor. He uh he shook my hand. He, he shook did. my hand in the first game of the season. So nothing but respect for Glenn Taylor. He is a uh, we're fans of him on the Timberwolves Talk podcast. Maybe not his chicken antics or but,
0: or his or his lying to KG. That was the other sure, thing.
1: Sure. So yeah. Oh just kg getting on the protest maybe it would that be his final spite do you have kg wearing a a, um a glenn taylor roast chickens alive shirt um (laughs) at the game is that because that would be more effective instead of stopping the game in the middle of it giving kg a shirt that says that and having him wear that 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 would break the internet
0: man there's just so many possibilities and see this is what exactly what i'm talking about so so fun being in the playoffs, man. Yeah. Everything's so fun. It's Life's fun. better. It's fun being You're a part happier.
1: of it. It's fun being a part of it for once. You know, we're always just watching. We're always from the from the roof watching in the skylight. Like, oh, like, what would it be to be in the playoffs? And then, like, what we'd always think is like, yeah, we'll make the playoffs, but we're gonna get ran in the first round anyway. So it doesn't matter. But to be competitive and have a chance to get a win, it feels good. It feels really good. And I, I really hope you guys can all come to the come to the stream because I'd love to talk to you guys in the chat and I'd love to see what you guys think. What 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 is the next uh Glenn Taylor Roast Chickens Alive protest gonna be if there is one? Um yeah. Chris, yeah, big, any big, last any last words, man?
0: Big stuff coming up. You know, we got the live stream tomorrow. And if there is a game six, we've mentioned this. Peyton and I will be at the game six. Um I think the, actually there's a couple people have already told us that, but come say hi. We'll probably be uh be at the tailgate earlier we'll oh we'll, yeah we'll, it'll be a fun time we'll
1: be so. in we'll be soaking it all in because like we'll be kids in a candy store really will will be experience you never never get to have again so 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 pray for a game
0: si- pray for a game four <clears six throat> or, or pray for a 4-0 we'll sweep four one and then we'll be at next series that's right
1: but yeah everyone say a few prayers in the morning if you do that um just you know have good omens going throughout the day because we're gonna need that wolves are gonna need that a game two win That'd be that'd be a big thing for for the old Timberland. It's like Christmas, man. I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight. I'm just gonna be thinking about, about the game. I'm just gonna be thinking about the game. Hey, everyone, have a great have a great day tomorrow and we'll see you on the live stream. Thank you.